Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Pick Up Your Cross Daily Podcast with your host, Mitch. And the reason why it's called Pick Up Your Cross Daily is because uh, Jesus tells us that we are to pick up our cross and follow after him. And Jesus' cross was his self and the burden and sin of all of humanity from past, present, and future. And when he died on that cross, he shed his blood, and it was the final the final shedding of blood that needed to happen uh, in order to forgive sins and to make things new again. And because of that grace from Jesus Christ, we now have the access to the Holy Spirit. We have a direct line connection to Jesus to pray to him, to ask him for things, to have faith in him. And, and on this podcast, we spread the gospel and tell about Jesus' story. And how did he get to that point to where he was on the cross and that was his purpose and he fulfilled every aspect of everything that he was supposed to do when he incarnated to earth as a human being so today's episode we're going to be talking about john the baptist actually and this it gets pretty gruesome because this section in the scripture talks about John the Baptist getting beheaded. And that's pretty hardcore, right? Like for that to be in the Bible and like to be a story in basically three out of four of the Gospels talks about the beheading of John the Baptist. Must be a pretty significant story uh, because it was probably very impactful and a lot of people were um, saddened by the death of John the Baptist. So, basically, the story, well, I guess I'll read it before I tell you all about it. So, we'll get into that here. Uh, So, this is the very beginning of chapter 14 in Matthew. And it talks about Herod, and he is the tetrarch, tetrarch, uh, heard of, yeah, he's the tetrarch. So he's like kind of like a king type of thing. And he heard about Jesus and what was going on and nobody really knew what was happening. And uh, some of his people said, this is John the Baptist. He has risen from the dead and therefore mighty works do show forth themselves in him. Uh, But Herod knew that John was bound up in prison because this is significant. So... Whenever Herod, Herod's brother was Philip, and I'm pretty sure Philip was also a king, but he died, and Herod was going to take Philip's wife as his wife, okay? So he was going to take his brother's wife and make it his wife. And John the Baptist spoke out against him and said, that is unlawful for you to take your brother's wife. 
you can't do that, basically. Called him out for a sin uh, and said that that's against the law, blah, blah, blah. Herod didn't like that. He wanted to kill him, but he didn't kill him. Uh, so he put him in prison. So, the, the, the woman, Philip's wife, is... So, so he bound him and put him in prison for, I don't know how to say her, no, her name, Herodias. Herodias? That's the, the wife of Philip. <clears throat> and she did not like that John the Baptist had a say in her marriage with her new man, Herod. Uh, so again, he said, it is unlawful for thee to have her. And when he, when he would have put him to death, he feared the multitude because they counted him as a prophet. But when Herod's birthday was kept, the daughter of Herodias danced before them and pleased Herod. Whereupon he promised with an oath to give her whatsoever she asked. And she being before instructed of her mother, said, Give me her, give me here, John Baptist's head in a charger. And the king was sorry, nevertheless, for the oath's sake, and them which sat with him at meat, he commanded it to be given to her. And he sent and beheaded John in the prison. And his head was brought in, charger and given to the damsel and she brought it to her mother and his disciples came and took up the body and buried it and went and told Jesus so pretty hardcore story right so basically the daughter of Philip's wife pleased Herod and she was manipulated by her mother to kill John the Baptist because she was holding a grudge against John for upholding the law. So that's pretty hardcore whenever John is just simply upholding the law that has been written uh, by God through Moses. So now imagine... Imagine doing something like that in today's world. Obviously, it's not going to be something as big as the punishment of getting your head cut off. But the punishment of speaking up against unlawful activities can get you ostracized. Uh, it can get you bullied. It can get you yelled at. You can feel alone. You can feel rejected, depressed, anxious, you know. A lot of things can come with that. You could sever a lot of your relationships that you have with certain people because you're choosing to live a certain way uh, as Jesus, as your Savior. So it's, it's interesting to think about how John the Baptist was so willing Maybe he wasn't willing, I don't know, but it seems like he was very willing to put his head on the line, literally, for the law of God and for upholding and keeping people accountable 
to what has been written and given to us. And, you know, in today's world, are we following a lot of these laws? Not really. You know, you look around, you see what's going on in the news, you see what's going on in the world, you see what's going on in different businesses and corporations and propaganda that's being spread. Are we really, are we following any type of law? Do we have core values in this country, in the world anymore? What what are our core principles as a society? You know, that can be in America or Europe or Australia or China or whatever. Like, do we have those, the core values that we were given to us by God? Are we still upholding and maintaining the, the accountability? I would say no. Because you look around and you see all this crazy left-wing propaganda... You know, we got the LGBTQ plus community spreading their message, the trans community spreading their message. We got doctors uh, basically mutilating young people's testicles and private areas, their breasts, cutting them out, all because a 12-year-old child says that, oh, you know, I might not want to be what I was born as. God made a mistake. I don't want to be this. God made me this and he made a mistake because I'm clearly, I feel like I'm more of a girl. I'm not a boy. So then there's these doctors that will perform this surgery to do this. What kind of core values is that? There isn't any. It's just like, oh yeah, we can do whatever we want. No consequences for our actions. You know, hell's not real. God's not real. There's no accountability for literally anything that you do other than the government. And right now, the government doesn't really care about anything that you do either. You can basically do whatever you want and we'll slap you on the wrist, maybe a fine, send you on your way, put you back out in the streets. Crime is through the roof right now in a lot of these major cities, mostly blue cities. But, you know... uh. There's a lot of that going on in the world. And if there's anything that we can take from this story of John the Baptist is that we can't be afraid of the world and of what people and authority figures say and do in this world. Like, as Christians true believers in God and the Bible and Jesus Christ. We need to speak out more because we've been so quiet because, you know, separation of church and state, which is a thing, but at the same time, core values of Christianity and implementing them doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, we're spreading church or getting church involved with government like the Catholic Church. We're just using the core values of the Bible and using them in society, which I think is totally normal and shouldn't be a problem. So we need to speak up 
hold people accountable, have some courage like John the Baptist did, not being afraid of those people who can can kill your body, but they can't kill your soul. You know, there's only one thing, one person that can destroy your soul, and that's Jesus Christ. Okay? So if there's anybody that we should fear, it should be him. If there's anything that we should fear, it should be God. Right? It shouldn't be human things, other humans. Because they can't destroy what we have in place for us in eternity. All of this is just temporary here. And I think John the Baptist displayed that badge of courage to the nth degree, right? He literally put his head on the line to be cut off because he was upholding the Christian values. And it says in there about Herod being somewhat afraid of John the Baptist because John had a lot of followers. Uh, He had a lot of disciples himself because if we remember correctly, John was out in the wilderness preparing the way for the Lord. He was, I forget what body of water he was at, maybe the Jordan, baptizing people. And one of his famous quotes is like, you know, I baptize you with water, but the man that comes after me is going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. And I'm not worthy to even touch his shoelaces or unbind his shoes. So John was a very key player in the grand scheme of the story of Jesus. And I think that's why ultimately, you know, his final day, his final effort is recorded because he is really significant. And I feel like maybe they're giving him credit for everything that he has done for Jesus. And he prepared the way for the Lord, right? Like he did his duty. He he upheld his duty all the way to the very, very end, right? He died for his purpose. And that is like the ultimate sacrifice, which is pretty amazing and something that I would love to experience. You know, if I die for my purpose, you know, that's like the best way to go. That's like dying with honor. So I feel like John was very honored in his gruesome death that he experienced it is recorded in the Bible and you know he is very he is a very important character in the overall story of Jesus um, so with that being said um, I think that's about all I have for that uh, just some stuff to think about with you know the state of the world and how we can maybe use John as an example of how we can be more courageous and, you know, stick our necks out there a little bit more, right? I think in 2020, you know, a lot of people started to do that. And I know I did. I got my neck trampled on and I didn't like that. And I kind of, I stepped back for probably another two years. Didn't talk about what I was talking about because I didn't like what people were saying and the feedback I was getting. So, You know, we're all guilty of it. Nobody's perfect. 
Nobody's that gung-ho Christian always, all the time. We miss the mark. A lot of us miss the mark. Oft, more often than not. But we got to keep trying. we got to, you know, full steam ahead as well as we can, as often as we can. And just continue to ask for guidance and the help of the Holy Spirit. That's all we can do. So, uh, like I said, that's all I got. Uh, if you enjoyed this, leave me a review. That'd be great. Reach out to me on social media. Let me know that you've been listening or where you're at or what's going on in your life. I'd love to uh, talk to you and connect with you. So you can reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Uh, links of that should be in the uh, description down below. And thanks for listening. Have a great day. I'll see you next time.